0: Welcome to Deathmatch Europe, part one of four. This Chad and Cheese Deathmatch episode features Eric Labatee, SVP of Maya Systems. Deathmatch took place at TA Tech on May 9th in Lisbon, Portugal at 5 p.m. with a room full of TA Tech practitioners. The bar was open and Chad and Cheese snark was flowing. Enjoy this special edition Deathmatch from Europe after a quick word from our sponsor. I be loving Talroo. They be staffing me for years now with crew of the highest caliber. And I
1: mean crew that be ready to set sail, not some land who'll be uploading his resume years ago. Talroo. Data-driven job ads that deliver.
0: Arrrrrrrrrr. Ye be poo without Talroo. Ye be walking the plank if you not be using Talroo for your recruiting needs. Don't be a bilge-sucking scallywag. Avast! Use Talroo to hire better. Now that is impressive. Talru's commitment to ensuring that companies looking for hard to find talent not only find the talent, they find a partner in Talru who works hard to join and engage their community. Way to go, Talru. This ROM is for you. Don't be a build sucking scallywag. Avast. Use Talru to hire better.
2: All right, Lisbon. Ladies and gentlemen, please
0: would you bring your attention to me for a feast for your eyes? To- Hello, everybody. Hopefully, hopefully everybody have drinks. I mean, the bar is open. Hopefully you're there. Hopefully you're on your second one or third at this point. Um, who's ever seen the chat and cheese death match? Anyone? Anyone? All right. Excellent. So this is ass, right? not first, not first for some of you. What about firing squad? Anybody listen to firing squad? All right. All right. So what today, to
2: the last death match winner?
0: they were acquired. Oh,
2: big yeah. Money. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big money and potential winnings. You have, a mic? you have a mic right there. Oh, there's a mic. There's okay. a mic.
0: Yeah. So today. We have four, count them, four startups coming up to deathmatch. They're going to have an opportunity to have a two-minute pitch, no demos, no robots, okay? (laughs) They're going to come up, they're going to pitch two minutes. Then with the balance of the 15 minutes that they have, we're going to belt the hell out of them with Q&A, okay? At the end of their 15 minutes, they are off. We're going to give them the hook. Come up, next one comes on. So we've got four, and then at the end, we're gonna go have some probably Irish whiskey and, and see actually who wins. And you'll have to be here tomorrow morning to find
2: out. 9 a.m., we announced the winner, right? Uh, yep, 9 a.m. 9 a.m., get your asses out of bed. Not,
0: not to say that we're gonna do these that in That includes me.
2: Floor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife is not happy about getting up that early. So. That being said, are we ready with our, our first contestant?
2: Julie? I- Julie Sowash, are we ready? Are, are we re- we're super, <laughs> super ready. Super ready, okay. Do we have so the music the queued up?
0: first contestant from Maya Systems, the- Eric Labade. Bring it. Batman. <laughs>
1: There is.
2: They all chose their own music, by the way. They
0: all chose their <laughs> own music. I, I actually gave them really shitty music and said, if you don't pick your own music, then this is what you're going to walk out to. Eric was the last. He's like, no, I'm going to stick with the 80s and do Duran Duran. Good for you. Yes. Yes. So get ready. Have a timer ready. As a candidate,
1: how many of you enjoy being misunderstood? Is that fun? Is that fun? How about just being generally ignored? Or having to restrict your answers to yes, no, or multiple choice? The answer? No one. Conversations matter in recruiting, and quality matters. And here at Maya, our mission is to improve the recruiting process to delight both candidates and also to boost recruiter productivity. AI uh, is fundamental to everything that we we do at Maya. We are an end-to-end AI recruiting platform, which means that we're automating steps throughout the recruiting process, and that includes everything from being able to engage with your candidates outbound, so sending a text message uh, to your phone to engage a passive candidate, to welcoming candidates into your career site so that a candidate is welcomed, we help navigate them to the right spot, we can screen them seamlessly, and we can even welcome them to their, to their first day on the job. Now, 85% of candidates find themselves in the black hole, and, and they don't have to be in that situation. We can help with automation and with quality of conversation. Uh, 90% of recruiters will tell you they don't have enough time in the day to complete all of their tasks. But with automation, we can address that. We can free up their time so they can do more. And we're working at scale with both medium to large companies, from ADECO to, to Hays to L'Oreal to be able to deliver tremendous efficiencies across many different platforms and integrating into their ATS uh, and CRM environments.
0: That's done. <laughs> Starting the Q&A, we're gonna start off with Tanya, sir. Hi. Hi. Well, I have
3: a, <laughs> I normally don't, don't need a microphone. Um, uh, you know, I actually, I've been in sessions today uh, where AI um, chatbots, um, all that was being discussed. And my question to you is, how scalable is, for example, using a chatbot? Um, how can you replicate that throughout different types of sectors, um, job necessities or skills necessities? Because I can't imagine it, it would be much easier to be able to employ this type of technology when you're hiring in bulk for basic skill sets. But when you're really looking to personalize um, and find that right candidate that has an extremely set of difficult skill sets, um, for technology roles or medical roles or engineering roles. How are you scaling your operation to be able to encompass all the different types of, of demand in, in recruiting right now?
1: Yeah, so half of our, our, our clients today are using Maya for the IT roles and professional roles that require a higher level of AI fidelity. Um, the other half are very much doing blue collar or you know, high volume roles where uh, you know, Maya's had 15 million conversations where we are uh, moving candidates through a process that leverages a lot of the machine learning that we do so that we've established what's important to an IT person, for example. What is the terminology that they use so that we can engage them and we can move them through a process? And we provide tools to the recruiters so that they can build conversations based on templates that we've already developed, which include hundreds of what we call blueprints or conversational templates so that candidates uh, find it very easy to engage with Maya.
0: So we've all been in a position where something didn't translate so well into text. How are you using Maya to really gauge uh, emotion or personality or anything like that that might gauge culture fit, for instance?
1: Yeah, so within Maya, you know, everything we do, the heart of what we do is conversation. And we have uh, teams of computational linguists that deeply understand kind of the meaning of words and the importance of how conversations are put together and so through machine learning um, we're able to establish patterns of of behavior Uh, we're able to then uh, identify when someone is you know happy about a conversation or they want to take the conversation a different way and it's really the benefit of having so much volume of data we've been doing this since since 2016 and so we have this tremendous advantage of having access to a knowledge base of, of data that helps inform Maya Um, and and the flow of those conversations.
2: The the chatbot competitive landscape is, well, competitive. How do you guys differentiate yourself from the Alios, the Olivias, all the others?
1: Yeah, so, you know, people sometimes ask us, you know, are you a chatbot? And we say, yes, but most chatbots are really about, uh, you know, improving maybe a workflow or adding some productivity. But they lack candidate experience, they lack personality. and with, with Maya, uh, you know we have really engineered Maya to be able to engage with candidates um, to make them feel comfortable, uh, to encourage them to share insights. and that's a big differentiator for us in the market. We lead the industry in that area, and what it translates into is, is business results. Uh, you know we get uh, doubling of the number of completion rates of candidates going through the process, uh, and, and it's a direct result of being able to uh, you know, deliver a really robust AI experience.
0: So where is your core competency with Maya today? There's so much that chatbots or, or really engagement engines can do, right? Where is your core competency today? Where are companies generally finding their sweet spot with Maya right now?
1: So today we do a ton in sourcing, right? We activate passive candidates at scale. Uh, Our other core is around being able to screen and engage, right, this idea of having a continuous engagement throughout the candidate journey that's seamless. What I mean by that is if I'm a candidate and I show up to a career site, uh, I may have some questions. Maya can help navigate them, and then instead of ending the conversation, Maya can say, "Hey, would you like to apply? Hey, let's take you through uh, a conversation. We'll screen you, and we'll schedule you right there." And so it's a it's an end to end process, uh, and, and that's where we're getting so much traction in the market, and have seen a lot of success.
3: Do you take into account um, generational gaps? So for example, I go to a career site, um, I get introduced to Maya, and then Maya starts uh, interacting with me, and I'm assuming Maya is gonna follow me. She's going to remind me, um, she's gonna nurture me, she's going to try to get me to really be interested in in whether it be that organization or that type of job that I was looking for. Um, A 20-year-old or a 25-year-old does not interact with technology the same way that a 45-year-old or a 50-year-old does. Have you taken into account the generational gaps? How do you plan on scaling your business so that it's not just targeting millennials and, and tech ready uh, generation and is able to encompass um, the journey or the, the the journey for the full um, the full the full <laughs> demographic of people that are looking for jobs?
1: Yeah, I got you. It's, it's a good question, and you know, candidly, we didn't know how different demographics would respond to Maya. I mean, as the uh, really, the pioneer in in, in AI recruiting, uh, we you know we started engaging with uh, different different parts of organizations, different professionals, different uh, yeah different age groups, and that includes um, both millennials, but also engaging with folks that are um, retired, and. So actually, there's a company that does nothing but hire uh, re- you know, retired citizens that, that um, really had a lot of questions about whether uh, they would chat with, with AI. And what the data shares with us and tells us is that, in fact, we are seeing a universal engagement across any age group. And and part of the validation of that is if you just look at sort of the people that do text messi- messaging, right? I mean. It's any age group. It's any demographic. I mean, it's just a universal thing, and so because people are so comfortable with it, and because you know our guiding principle is about, is about engaging with candidates in a way that makes them feel comfortable on a platform they feel comfortable with, um, and on their time, uh, you know we're seeing again you know universal engagement levels, uh, whether it's yeah at any at any demographic level.
0: Uh, how do you determine whether a candidate is active and interested or if they're off the market? And how long are these conversations typically lasting?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. A lot of people have these massive CRM databases of candidates, and they don't usually know exactly what's going on with those candidates. Right? They age very quickly. And so for us, uh, we use a part of our solution called outreach to be able to use uh, conversation through text or through uh, you know, WhatsApp or other communication methods to be able to check in with those folks with a personalized message. It says, hi, this is uh, Maya calling on behalf of your company. we Would love to just check in and see if you have a moment to chat. And then we ask some questions about where are you in your current career. And because Maya can handle complex conversations that are non-linear, meaning you know, someone may overshare. Right? You, when, you're, when you're dealing with someone in text, they're not just gonna say yes or no, they may tell you their life story. And it's incumbent upon uh, you know, our, our solution to be able to understand what's being said to parse out those unique entities so that we can, we can respond appropriately and then bring that information back into your CRM so that you know, hey, this population of people, they're open and interested and they're on the job market and, and happy to engage with you. Um, and we can even move them right into scheduling.
2: Maya's taken quite a bit of money in investment capital. I don't know the exact number around 60-70 million.
1: Uh no.
2: no. How much? Uh, half that. Half that. Okay, 30-40. 38. Okay, still a lot of money. What are you doing with that capital now and what sort of enhancements are you building today that we'll be talking about a year from now?
1: Yeah, so uh, we have really been pouring into uh, the capital into R&D to enhance our, our innovation and to Expand the breadth of our capabilities. And so, you know, I think one of the questions earlier about sort of what's the difference between us and, and some of the competitors. I think one of the differences is that we've got, you know, there's a market that is spending a lot of energy in awareness and marketing. And, and, you know, for us, we, we like to let Maya do the speaking. And so not only are we improving the, the quality of how Maya communicates, but we're also increasing the different ways that Maya can engage and support that candidate, whether that's uh, supporting your referral process uh, for and an onboarding, or it's having Maya speaking in multiple different languages at a quality level that, that, that exceeds what you'd get in a machine translation to build the, the confidence and rapport with those candidates. Um, and, uh, and then you know, building out of course all of our support services which includes our professional services team which uh, you know, is very involved in each deployment that we do. So we take uh, a pretty different approach in that we, uh, we're, we're all about a very tailored workflow that matches your organization and makes the most out of what you've already invested in. So we're not disrupting your workflow. We're not asking you to suddenly do all text to apply or taking you out of a, something that you've invested in heavily in your brand, but instead we want to complement that and, and, and make that better.
0: So Eric, so, some of your competitors have actually deeply integrated deep partnerships with CRM's applicant tracking systems um, to be able to obviously have a megaphone to more companies. Can you give us some examples of those types of partnerships that you currently have with some pretty big platforms?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, it, it spans uh, sort of different markets, whether it's uh, agency markets or enterprise. Uh, so you know, we've done really integrations with some of the largest players and, and that includes uh, firms like Taleo, like Averture. Uh We've got a, a, you know, a deep partnership with Bullhorn. Uh, we, you know, we work seamlessly with these firms so that we have a deep API integration uh, to be able to not only be able to kind of pull information to inform the conversations, but to push that information. And you know, we're really proud of some of those relationships, particularly the one with Workday. So Workday actually put out a, a pretty comprehensive review of all the products in the market. Um, and we, uh, so multiple iterations, RFIs, uh, you know, multiple meetings, and came to the consensus that Maya best, you know, reflected or aligned with their their brand and their goals, um, and so we they selected us as part of their uh, their preferred um, emerging partner program.
3: Um, how does Maya... It, it goes a little bit on, on what you were saying before, but how does Maya differentiate between an active and a passive job seeker? And what have you put into place in order to optimize the conversion? Um, obviously, it's a different journey for someone that is a passive job seeker to an active. So I'm assuming that your metric of success is to get that job seeker to hire. But have you optimized to be able to, to, to see what happens in the journey from passive to active?
1: Yeah, one of the themes that we learned is that if someone is a, a passive candidate, they're not gonna have the patience to answer 20 questions, right? And so, you know, think of it a lot like a recruiter's cold call where you've got a, a brief moment of time to be able to capture their interest, to add some value, and to get them to share some information. And ideally the information that they share is enough to help us qualify if we want to have them in for an interview, right? Or whatever the next step might be. Now an active candidate obviously is quite a bit different and then that person, well, they came to your site, they've expressed an interest. One of the first things we might want to do is let's, let's get their contact information through earning it and let's have a very goal-oriented approach so that we are each step of the way helping this person find the right role and to apply.
0: And thank you very much, Eric thank you. my assistant. This has been the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Oh yeah, you're welcome.